Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. If you are trying to grow a YouTube channel or you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel, here are 10 hacks to help you get more subscribers, more views, and create better content. Let's do it. Number one, tell the viewer exactly what the video is right away. Right out the gate, people need to know who is this video for? And if I watch this video, what can I expect to get out of it? Why is this worth my time? What value can I derive from this? If you or I click on a video, we're going to decide in the first five to 10 seconds if we're actually going to watch this thing. So that means if you're making a video for somebody, you need to hook them in those first five to 10 seconds. Just like I did in this video, who's this video for? People who are new to YouTube or thinking about starting a YouTube channel. What are you gonna get out of this? You're gonna get 10 hacks to help you build a subscriber count, get more views on your videos. So right away, people who are new to YouTube are like, oh, this, this is for me, maybe I'll check this out. And people who are not interested in building a YouTube channel at all are like, oh, this isn't for me, I'm gonna click out of this. Last point on this is, especially if people have no idea who you are, then don't waste a lot of time in the beginning of a video, like telling a story or showing you pouring coffee or something. Like people don't know who you are. What is this video? Why would I watch it? That's that's all people need to know right at the start. Number two is treasure your early subscribers. To the brave soul who sees this channel of yours with three subscribers, they're like, I'm going to click subscribe. I'm going to be the fourth. These are your early adopters and you owe your life to these people. And for a lot of us, these are friends and family members that we've just shared our channels with. Maybe we've posted on our social media. And so if you're lucky enough to know specifically who these subscribers are, you can reach out to them directly and ask them for feedback. Just say, hey, I'm curious if you've been able to watch any of my videos, what did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? What are the things that I most need to improve on? What would you love to see more of? What would you love to see less of? And when they give you this feedback, tell them specifically, hey, Thank you. Here's what I'm now going to change about my channel, about my content with your feedback. That is one of the best ways to build a connection with one of your viewers, one of your subscribers, literally changing and evolving and growing your content with their help. And as they see the evolution of your channel, they're genuinely going to feel like an early investor, like an early adopter. Like, hey, I, I really, I really am a part of this channel. We see these big YouTubers with these enormous communities. And it's like those communities have to start somewhere. And so this is where your community starts. Number three is make it easy. When I started this podcast, I had all of these weekly goals. I had to hit a certain number of TikToks made, a certain number of YouTube clips, I had, you know, one episode every single week. And all that, plus, you know, the business that I'm running, the book that I'm writing, and the life that I'm living, it was a lot. I burnt out pretty quickly. And being burnt out made it very easy to procrastinate, to just put off work and uh, yeah, spend many weeks just not doing anything at all. And so rather than shame myself for not meeting my own expectations, I just lowered my expectations. I deleted my TikTok account. Also, when I started this channel, I downloaded Premiere Pro, which is like the top quality video editing software. And I didn't even think about the fact that there was an enormous learning curve. Before, I was using DaVinci Resolve, which is free and just a little bit clunky. And I was like, I want top quality. But then I started using Premiere Pro. And what used to take me 30 minutes would take me three hours because I didn't know where things were. I didn't exactly know how the program worked. And I, very quickly, I was like, I miss I miss DaVinci Resolve because to me, it was just easier. I was more familiar with it. I've been using it for years. And so I just, I went back. I went back to it. So all this to say, if you despise any part of the process of content creation, it's just probably not going to sustain itself. 
So it's important early on to pinpoint and define the things that you absolutely hate about creating content, find the things that you absolutely love, and really lean into the parts that you enjoy. And I just think that there are creative ways to work your way around the things that you don't enjoy so much. Can you hire somebody? Can you ask for help? I have a terrible eye for design, so I hired someone to make the thumbnails for my YouTube channel. I don't know how to make music at all, so one of my best buds, he makes the music, he mixes and masters, if, if, if I'm saying that right. Uh, all of the podcast episodes. And so all I have to worry about are just doing the things that I already love doing. I love having conversations with people. I enjoy sitting here and editing basic audio, basic video. That's really it. That's all I really do. Now, are there things I could be doing and things I could be sacrificing for more growth, more eyeballs? Yeah, of course. Um, but I would rather enjoy my life and be willing to show up here week after week, sit here at this desk and enjoy the process than grind my face off, make a ton of sacrifices, enjoy my life less and get way more subscribers in a faster amount of time. If that is what you want and you are willing to do that, there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. More power to you. But for most people, I would recommend creating a system that keeps you coming back week after week after week. Would you be able to stay in the game for three years and still enjoy doing it? Number four is use other people's videos for keywords. This one's kind of a practical cheat code for, for keywords. Here's how it works. Before you publish a video, search for a very similar video, one that's done very well with a lot of views, hopefully. Right-click on the page and click View Page Source. This is going to take you to just a giant page of code for that video. Hit Command-F or Control-F for the Finder tool, and then type in Keywords. And that's literally going to take you to the tags, the keywords that that YouTuber chose for this video. You can copy those and then just paste those into the tags for your video. Now, I'm not saying to just plagiarize the work of somebody else, but what you can do is just paste them all, look and see which ones work for you, and then just sort of move them around, word some differently, just basically use it as inspiration for your possible tags. I would not advocate for just, uh, you know, completely plagiarizing someone else's work, maybe, but mostly not. Number five is focus on your inputs and not your outputs. I think having goals around subscriber count, viewership, followers, whatever, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with using that as a sort of compass, but by and large, for most of us, the vast majority of us, that is just out of our control. We have no idea when our channel is going to take off. We have no idea when we're going to hit 50,000, 100,000 subscribers. And so I think what is more important is setting goals around how much you want to produce. So for example, I don't have a goal of 100,000 subscribers. I have a goal of 100 episodes for my podcast because that's completely within my control. That is entirely up to me. And I can ensure that I get that done in these next two years. I can't ensure that I get 100,000 subscribers. So for YouTube, I would highly recommend just picking a number. I'm going to upload one to three videos every single week. No more, no less. And if you just do that consistently, your videos are going to get better. You're going to find your voice and your niche and your style and your audience. You're going to get more comfortable in front of camera. Everything is going to get better if you are just continuing to show up and put in the reps and produce. And ironically, if you just focus on that, you will hit whatever subscriber count goals that you could possibly have for yourself. You just don't know when you're going to hit that goal. Upload videos every week, get feedback on those videos, use that feedback to improve. Just repeat that. Number six is be creative with your calls to action. Basically every YouTuber at some point in their video is going to say, Hey, like this video, subscribe to the channel for more content like this and hit the bell notification. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think we as creators, we, we should be asking for, you know, what we want, but I don't think we have to do it in the way that 90% of other creators are doing it. It doesn't have to break the flow of the video. It doesn't have to be some pre-recorded thing. Hello viewer, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. 
It means the world to me. Thank you. Don't do that. Instead, get creative and find a way to work it into the flow of your video. Have it make sense with whatever it is that you're talking about. And you know what else makes a lot of sense? Rating this podcast five stars and subscribing to it so you never miss an episode. You see? You see what I did there? Number six, prioritize your thumbnails. When you go onto YouTube and you see 50 videos, that's 50 thumbnails that are competing for your attention. And so you as a creator need to make sure that your thumbnail is captivating enough or interesting enough or provokes enough curiosity to make someone go, okay, you know what, I'm gonna gonna watch this. Canva is a great free resource and there's tons of YouTube tutorials on how to use Canva to make decent thumbnails. But if you are design challenged like I am, and if you can afford it, I would highly, highly, highly recommend hiring a thumbnail designer. You'll probably have to shop around to find someone whose work you enjoy and someone who's easy to work with. But if you are serious about creating a YouTube channel, this is one of the best investments you can make. And number eight is use AI for title ideas. So yes, the thumbnail is most important, but it has to be supplemented with a title that invokes enough curiosity that you want to learn more, but also gives you enough information to tell you what you can expect in the video. You should try to shoot for no more than 50 characters. And honestly, chatbots are pretty phenomenal in inspiring video title ideas. You can literally type in, I made a YouTube video about this. List 10 possible video titles that will ensure the video gets at least 50,000 views. Now, this will not guarantee that you get 50,000 views, but it will give you a plethora of pretty great video title ideas. And again, you don't have to just copy and paste these, but I'm sure something will spark in your brain that you hadn't thought about before. Number nine is recruit an accountability partner. Ask a friend, someone that you trust, someone who you know will be open and honest with you. If you get feedback from them, that is a bonus, but just have someone where at least once a week you have to check in with, you have to report to, tell them what your goals are. If you want to upload one to three videos a week, say, okay, every Monday I'm going to send you a list of the one to three videos I uploaded each week. And if I don't do that, please grill me or at least ask me, hey, why didn't you do this? It's a lot easier to get the work done each week when you know you're going to have to tell someone whether or not you did it. And finally, number 10, there is no one way of doing things. I've spent the last few months interviewing content creators who are way more successful than me. And of course, there are patterns and fundamentals and basic principles that many of them follow in their own way. But we're all different human beings. We have different temperaments. We have different personalities. We have different values. We have different interests. We come from different backgrounds. We've worked on different things. I've interviewed people with over 300,000 subscribers who literally never look at the analytics. They just make videos that they want to make. They upload them. And that's that. I've also interviewed people who look at their analytics every single day and are constantly tinkering and finding ways to improve every single video. Two very different ways of looking at things, two people with successful YouTube channels. You don't have to be someone that you're not. You don't have to do things that you absolutely hate all the time. I think you should really just be doing this if you want to do it, if this is fun for you. I'm not doing this podcast because I'm hoping to make money from it or I'm hoping to get some sort of clout from it. I genuinely love talking to creators and I want to just get better at creating content. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope this was helpful and I'll see you next time. 